2: to our sidekicks and henchman folk out there in the Geek Nation. You're listening to Spoiler Alert, a cult pop joint. We're recording live at 4327 Main Street, Philly Zone, Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. It's my comic shop. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is Brian, wipe the tears from your eyes and say hello. Hello. That's your, that's your full name.
1: And also <laughs> with us this week is Noel.
3: I shop here.
2: Hey, guys. So we got letters... Oh, we got letters.
3: Do we have letters?
2: Oh, we got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. Well, we got one letter. (laughs) (laughs) There
3: There are lots and lots of letters in the letter.
2: Um, So (laughs) Christopher Goodnight wrote us in. Uh, A little bit of backstory on this is that he wrote us in last week and told us about some of the questionable practices that his comic shop engages in, which made me go,
3: what? Wait, do you want to recap what those were?
2: Uh, Well, let's see. Um, apparently, his shop owner has a quote-unquote real job, and he does not have the sh- the books shipped to his shop on Tuesdays like I do. He waits on for Wednesdays
3: and won't let anyone else touch the books. The
2: other clerks aren't allowed to touch the books, right? And so they have to wait till three or four o'clock p.m.
3: to even start.
2: To even start the subscription also, process.
3: There's no racks, right? Right. Like there's he <laughs> no
2: current issues on the shelves because he only orders for the subscriptions. What?
3: So if you want to discover anything new, it doesn't happen at that shop.
2: Right. Or,
3: or you skim previews.
2: I guess. So, okay. So he wrote us back to tell us more about it because we were like, I need more information on this, and he obliged. He says, so, the local shop is mainly a gaming shop that orders comics. He does customizable card games like Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and whatever else there is the people play. Along with supplies for them, his store shares the building with his brother's hobby shop, which stocks paintball supplies, model things, and the like. The last time I was in to buy bags and boards, they had started building a custom game table he does stock some of the regular titles from marvel and dc number ones mostly but there is no way i would walk in and pick up berserker unbound by jeff lemire and mike diodato if i hadn't pre-ordered it Mm. also the order for an x the x-men books that we were talking about last week is endangered species messiah complex messiah war and second coming Mm. i read complex but not the latter two saint saucy good night so yeah good thank you all right that makes more sense it's a gaming shop and they happen to dabble yeah, in he, comic
3: books, they probably just got like a, a small rack, and then you can order from them if you want. Yeah,
2: that's it's
3: fine. But he's, you know, what he's right that it, it does make it difficult. Like you either know exactly what you want, or you only know the big two. If you are at all a reader like him, where you do want to know the, or you you want to find the uh, the the independent titles, it's. That's rough. That's annoying. It
2: sounds like this person probably doesn't also read comic books. No, it's mm. just
3: a, some. It's just another commodity in their store, which is yeah. fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's like me ordering magic and being like, "Well, I, I've, I've got this box right. of boosters here." Like, if
3: you want to <laughs> buy box. this, you can. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I'll it's sell it to you. you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine.
3: Yeah. And and we will read Berserker number one by Jeff Lemire and Mike Diodaro. Berserker Unbound. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, let's get started on this week's books. You guys ready? <laughs> Comics! Yes. Powers of X number one, written by John Hickman, art by R.B. Silva. Uh, intertwining with House of X, Powers of X reveals the secret past, present, and future of mutant kind, changing the way you look at every X-Men story before and after. Now, uh, let me. my first question I'm going to pose to you, my compatriots. Uh, did it change the way you looked at every X-Men story ever?
0: I mean, I guess in you, the sense that any new information it totally changes you know slightly changes yeah. your perspective on other things. I mean not when it's Age of X-Man.
3: No.
2: Mm. Bah, bah, bah. No
1: perspective has been changed.
3: <laughs> I didn't read that one. You're lucky.
2: So basically okay, so here's here's the first the first thing. Apparently it's called Powers of 10. Yes. Not Powers of X.
0: How is one to know that? You, you don't. Okay. You
2: you listen to this podcast right. and you hear me tell you. <laughs> All right. That's called Powers of Ten. And I, at first I was like, well, that's weird. Hmm. But on the very first page, we get Charles Xavier. Well, Presumably. So we get four characters Yeah. on the first page. And the it says XO, the X-Men, Year One, The Dream. X1, the X-Men, Year Ten, The World. X2, the X-Men, Year One Hundred, The War. And X3, the X-Men, Year One Thousand, Ascension. So it really is Powers of Ten. Hmm. So that makes sense. Hmm. Um, and at first, looking oh. at it, I thought it would be Professor Xavier, Professor Xavier, Professor Xavier, Professor Xavier. Not the case. These four uh, characters are not the, all Professor Xavier.
0: Well,
3: the second one might be. Might yeah. be. And the fourth one might be a...
0: There's xavier stuff yeah. going yeah. on. The, like, the, that the character third is one bald. Is,
3: um, so not.
0: Yeah. What? Nimrod. So not. Oh, so not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so not does this? sound like the So or, not like a robot name. So though. not
3: Nimrod. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> zero Nimrod, zero one one zero is one one <laughs> one zero. It's a surname. It's a stereo
1: code. It's a family name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got jokes. So we got a
2: couple of um, scenes here dealing with each of those time hmm. periods in the X Men's history. So the first one is that's not Moira, is it? Is that Moira?
0: I think it is. It's somewhere. It's got to
2: be Moira. Look at Mm -hmm. that! Clearly Moira Um, sitting on a park bench, and they're having a chitty chat. And then we jump to
3: ten years later. Ten years later, which is now. It's a direct continuation of something that happened in Powers of or House of X. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, this was, uh, and so we got that direct continuation of Powers of or House of X. I'm going to do this the whole time. House (laughs) of X.
0: (laughs) Oh wait! Before we Um, get too far away from it. I figured out how I knew that in the very beginning uh it says here's the thing Charles it's not a dream if it's real Moira McTaggart. You yeah know, was like the, before yeah. the story starts and then yeah. she says it later in the story.
3: And and that that whole little like cold open of you know before the X-Men the two of them in like a hmm. almost 60s garb hmm. is it's just loaded with foreshadowing it's yeah. it's Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> In, or the in tarot that, cards. Yeah, the tarot yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's creepy but good, but then creepy again, which is mm. I, I mean, that's part of the course for Hickman so far when it comes to the X Men. But um but I, I did like the continuation right away. It's it's um Mystique delivering whatever it is that she stole in House of X. Oh, right, right. Uh delivering it to uh Eric. And you think it's kind of Dastardly, but then it's revealed that there's Professor X. Also, like you know, we're doing it for the greater good. Everything's going to be fine. Hmm. So it 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 backbones or it it uh, it backs up this idea that it just he feels nefarious, just like he did in the first issue. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, feels yeah. like a an hero at best. There's one of those. Or yeah, he himself. feels like
2: a straight up villain to me, but he, he's got I, like, an hero at best. It's like the benefit
3: <laughs> of the doubt. The fact that like hmm. he hasn't been
0: a villain. Historically, like right? saccharin type of you know, like all is great, I'm here for for peace and like love a cult type leader, of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. a
3: crazy cult leader,
2: <laughs> he's bringing us love,
3: break his knees <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know i i I really dug this, but just like the last issue too it it, it was a it was like a it was a full meal.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, there's always a lot going on with leftovers. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, There were literally leftovers for me because I kind of glossed over some of the prose text through there, and I'm like, "This is interesting stuff." But um, yeah, I liked. I like the uh, large style feel uh, in stories in general, and this does that really well. You know, with the whole uh, different different uh epochs yeah the the
3: whole thing right. it's it spans a thousand years you you either you can't tell you can't it's nigh impossible to tell a grounded story when you span a thousand years mm. in the narrative and he juggles all of it um i can't tell if it's incredibly well yet, but I do know mm. that I
0: enjoyed it oh yeah. definitely me too um i mean I love to see uh the kind of like reflections from one era to the next, you know, like the the blue skinned mm-hmm. bald person at the end who I don't know that we get powers for her, but seems to have some sort of mental thing going on is, you know, Xavier like and that kind of thing. Um I also love to see the recombinations. Yeah. I, in 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 a lot of stories, but the you know, well, this girl with the sword Yeah she's, who is this woman? She's uh, well like, they talk yeah.
3: I don't she's She's a direct descendant in a way yeah. of um Colossus and um magic and kitty pride. Yeah. But genetically. Yeah. So like the uh the prose parts that you kind of skipped. I'm gonna paraphrase it, but it's it's probably gonna be terrible. The um the mutant breeding program. So essentially it's a hundred years after that year ten, or a hundred years after the beginning. So ninety years after mm-hmm. the first issue of power of House of X where we kind mm-hmm. of like are set up with, they're demanding their own nation state because they have all these abilities and powers. Mm -hmm. This middle section, this 100 years later, kind of postulates that um, they didn't take the, humankind didn't take the deal so much (laughs) and then started developing, it's, it's so convoluted, but it's awesome at the same time. So they have an alliance with AI machines to fight off mutant kind, and a part of that was actually genetically modifying their own strain of mutants. Hmm. And then two or three strains in they became destructive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's mutants fighting mutants, but program okay. mutants fighting other mutants. That, right. Like it's just it's just it's an insane hmm. thing. So this idea of I think oh uh, yeah, it's Chimera, the Chimera program.
1: Hmm.
0: Blending different different animals mm-hmm. and what have you together.
3: So this this um this metal skinned magic wielding phaser yeah. Is um a combination of five different mutants. Yeah. Five? I I think they said five. It, this book is insane. <laughs> <laughs> this book is just insane. Other than her, the breakout character obviously is Nimrod though.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. He's very cool. Yeah, I think I've only encountered him one other time in the X Men stories, maybe in something in the nineties with Bastion. You remember Bastion? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. I think turned out to be Nimrod? something happened. Was it like a them. G like a generation
3: 1 version of Nimrod <laughs> yeah. or, or something uh, like that? Yeah. <laughs> but uh this is not the the version this is not Nimrod that we knew too. No. Like No, no, no. This is a oddly playful, almost childlike version. Oh, that's of, interesting. Yeah, like there's this there's this really great panel where I, I, I forget the red, the red lady that he's talking to um where he asks so Petulantly, like, can we please? Can we please? Yeah. Can we please torture, or can we please put them in the soup, or whatever it is? And when she says, "Sure, have it your way," he celebrates like a small child. Look the, at the
2: a, little clap. Yeah, look.
3: <laughs> the, <ooh. laughs> so there's this, there's this weird little childlike persona that they gave him, Bless which I was Thank it was um it was cute and creepy all at the same time. Oh yeah.
2: Well, I'm trying to think. Didn't we see her previously in the? Other book?
3: Yeah, she was. Um, oh, this is, she looks like a um, a future version of that Android lady in the yeah um, Orcas Orcus, thank you. Right, mm-hmm. Orcus. This I'm g- I'm gonna need a flowchart.
2: Yes,
0: for this <laughs> well, sort of you'll story. get one. I'm sure there will be one in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now
1: Karima. There you go. On, this woman Karima? Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. A, it's a version yeah. of her. She looks. Cause she's not real. She's a she's a cyborg. I think. right? Yeah. Well. Still real. Cyborg's Noel. Real. real, Noel. You not nope. have to be. Nope, she's not kind real. Of, uh, I'm cyborgist. Discriminatory. I mean, <laughs> cyborgist.
0: This is going to look real bad. Cyborgist. Several cyborgist. Yeah. decades. Yeah. Cybist. <laughs> it's not going to age well when the cyborgs take over, Noel.
3: I mean, when Skynet goes live, I know I'm a target. It's, it's over. It's fine. I don't care. Toasters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is where it started. <laughs>
3: Hello, darkness.
0: Now, I also have often questioned kind of one of the main theses of the X-Men where they're like, or the humans in the X-Men are like, oh, they're this new species, right, and they're going to replace us. But aren't they the same species? Aren't they human, just they're evolving, right? Like, don't try to beat them. Just be happy that that's what humanity is turning into. Like, they can interbreed with humanity. They're not a separate species at all, you know? I think
3: I mean you just blew a hole in it in yeah. the metaphor. Yeah, because <laughs> like if that were to happen, if that were to happen on a large scale, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, percentage yeah. of the population, what is it like one percent of the population is 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 the mutant gene or something like that? Sounds about right. Um, if that were to happen on a large enough scale, I assume I don't know. Would would people just go
0: bug well, shit crazy? I think there's other concerns like beyond whether humanity is being replaced. Like oh, there's people that can control magnetism and could be very very dangerous like these are legitimate concerns during the transitionary time like (laughs) until all of our descendants have these crazy mutant powers or have blended into some crazy thing but it seems like i don't know i've never seen it represented in the x-men books that some humans are like oh sweet like, look at this glorious <laughs> evolution of our genetics. You know,
3: I'm sure there's been, yeah, uh, but you're. It's not the ones that get the most ink. <laughs> no,
0: I guess not. It's less I mean, of a thrilling tale. <laughs> would
3: be, it's like I can't wait to procreate with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I do. I do appreciate how your. <laughs> I do appreciate that your solution to um, to human evolution is to. Hmm. Let's all just keep going. Yeah, let's, let's just yeah, keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep doing let's it. Let's
0: keep it moving. We got other stuff going on too. There's like yeah. superpowers, and nanotech going on in this let's, world. Let's, but let's, even if it's just let's the movement, not fear mutants. it. Let's put a baby in it. Is exactly. what you're saying. That's that's all what right. I'm saying about human evolution.
3: Well, I, I feel like I feel like you have grounds to write another X Men relaunch now. Thank you. <clears throat> you're
0: welcome. <laughs> I'll wait till this one is done.
1: Uh,
3: how did you? If you're gonna cut all of this. How did you feel about the uh, <laughs> the art? Oh, it's
2: awesome. Yeah. yeah I yeah. Lo- I love the art style in this. Yeah. RB Silva does a really nice job. Um Pepula hey. Raz from the last issue and this are like good um they both have a their own sort of style, but they're similar enough that it doesn't feel jarring mm-hmm. to go from one to the next. Um I especially
0: in the ones that are the same you know, the overlapping time period. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So it feels like you're looking at very similar things. It's pretty mm-hmm. complimentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, like Magneto's green costume in the future. Yeah, the, the like future versions that seems to imply. of
3: these five. It's um, Magneto, Wolverine. Zorn? Um, Zorn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Probably. That? Tree, ah. The tree guy? Tree McGee. Also, know, know, he has oh, red. right, Tree, McGee. tree hmm. McGee. Yeah,
2: we saw him in the last X-Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's well, the breakout saw, character, really. yeah. <laughs> You saw him, but he was in the background. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> He was was all the trees. (laughs) (laughs) You never know where Tree McGee is. (laughs) Providing oxygen
0: whenever the team needed it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is off the rails. I love it, but um, I do not understand what the hell is happening in the year one thousand. I look forward to having answers
0: to that. Oh, where the what it looks like to me is that the mutants and the machines have both been like, well, we have uh, our own different perspective and we've come to a, mm-hmm. to a um you know a meeting and well, the humans are not around anymore except in this little preserve yeah, the, which is just awful it's a cruel thing to do <laughs> like they're still sentient i presumably.
3: mean i mean it they're they're kind of put in as just like animals it's yeah. just an animal preserve i think
0: it's i think it's one of those preserve, one of those thrusts like Oh, the humans were the barbaric one, like we the a i have evolved I mean Nimrod was kind of in the in the throes of evolution, uh mm-hmm. you know philosophically and uh and the mutants are like, oh you know, we're not barbaric, but I mean they all fight each other and <laughs> kill each other all the time, so
3: I have no yeah. idea where this is going, and that's kind of nice, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's already so dense that I am. I'm kind of afraid. Like if this wasn't weekly and it was just like mm. a book staring at me, a, a large tome staring at me, yeah, yeah, it'd be a little, it'd be a little rough. Like there was no, and I, I this is going to essentially this is go, also going to be like a multi-year kind of story. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember what it was like reading his Avengers. Uh, oh yeah, book. it. There were a couple parts in there where it became so dense yeah. in its own narrative that I, yeah. I lost it. I it was, was just like it, wait, Are these what. the architects or the builders? Are these the <laughs> <laughs> like, so lost all of it? Yeah. Like I and I had to I had to like I had to wiki it. Plus I had each no idea story, what was
0: going on. I felt like each issue was great. Especially yeah. when you're doing the like different worlds. But each one had so much going on and, and was so dense that it was like is this is this part of a larger story? I've lost there was, the thread. There was that whole yeah.
3: there was that whole like two issue arc of Captain America being ripped through time because because right, of the broken, the broken stone. time stone yeah 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 and it kept seeding all of these things it was mm-hmm. like it literally was 500 pages of prose or <laughs> yeah. worth of prose yeah. in a 22 page yeah, yeah. <laughs> issue of a comic yeah. and I was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> but I kept going and I, I fear you know what maybe it's like I teeter between fear and hope that mm. this run will turn into that because mm. already it's 1,000 ideas and two
0: issues yeah yeah, yeah. it's true <laughs> and and yeah. the avengers run was good. Oh it was, know, it, was great. it was it was great. Same with it Fantastic 4 it was, fantastic. was uh, I think like a definitive Fantastic 4 run. And was similarly not quite as dense, but
3: it got there it
0: got yeah. there a little bit. It, I kind of wonder actually cuz that was Marvel now, I believe, and they all everyone got switched to a different book. And I wonder if he was planning on having a longer fantastic four run and switched it over to, to Avengers. the Avengers. Yeah, yeah.
3: It was Marvel Now that talked that tossed him over like he was that it? was yeah. that was uh Bendis leaving and then Hickman took over. Right,
0: him. right. Cuz it dealt like Reed Richards was in it a lot and <laughs> it dealt with the multiverse and you know the Council of Reed stuff All of that
3: ended up being fodder for Secret, secret Wars. wars. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, all the way to I the very beginning gone to. Even gone to. It? It's actually I've got pretty got fun. I got to.
0: I mean I love that kind of thing. I you know I love Hickman and I love multiverse stuff and I just haven't gotten to it.
3: But, yeah, this was totally worth reading this week.
0: Yeah. This also, was, I it didn't hit me until the end, but uh, the telepath in, what was it? the
3: With the black brain? Yes. Um, she is still in the Has a tube.
0: Marvel Girl sort of, uh, you know, Jean Grey sort of oh, yeah, influenced they, costume.
3: They talk about, in, in some of the interstitials, they talk about her kind, how they were bred.
0: Yeah, I think she is one of the ones that the humans bred to detect uh, they had mentioned something about how the humans were breeding for one purpose, and the, I guess mutants were breeding for another purpose.
3: Yeah, and uh, they were they were using Mister Sinister to help them, and he betrayed yeah. the humans. Well, I guess would still be around as,
0: as he would. He's an old guy, Where and a betrayer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of his thing. Yeah, it's um, well, it's. His name is Mr. Sinister. <laughs>
3: it's his, I mean don't judge a man by his name it's True. His, it's a, but that's not even his real wasn't name. His given name. Like yeah. he <laughs> definitely
0: is going along with that.
3: <laughs> uh, somebody called him that. And he was just like,
0: "You know what? Oh, cliché. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know? It fits. I like it."
2: Just swerve <laughs> into it. I'm going to swerve guy. into it. <laughs> I was helping customers that entire time. So here I am to put in my two cents. I liked it. It was great. Next stop on the yeah. doc- <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What uh, people wanted to come in and ask me questions. They're like JD, I'm going to come and ask you questions. I was confused. Did you guys find it confusing at all? This issue?
0: No, but I think part of that is just a willingness to not know everything that's going on. Right. And there is definitely the jumping around in time mm-hmm. is something that often confuses people. But like I was saying, uh. I think that that adds a grandness to the story, like a largeness to the yeah, story. it feels that I really like. It you Immediately know? feels huge. I yeah, also
3: t- yeah, I yeah. also think that it, more than half, if, if not at least half, of the people that have read this or picked it up mm-hmm. have skipped the interstitials. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, because that's
2: understandable. Like they're no, dry, I get it. but I got to read them. I got to. Know, I know what. To, tell me something. They're a massive part of the story. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: All right, let's move on. Moving. Green Lantern Annual Number 1, written by Grant Morrison. Uh, the layouts were by Giuseppe Camencoli, who I like a great deal. And then Trevor Scott did the finishes on those, uh, making a nice stew of mediocre for me. Um, I love Giuseppe Camencoli, so I was excited to see that name. And then as I was reading, I was like, this is not, what am I, this isn't him. And then I had to go back and be like, oh, I see, he did the layouts. So I, I don't think that that, this art team makes for a particularly interesting look what did you think of this whole issue i'll tell you i can't tell you <laughs> because uh i got halfway through the issue and stopped because <laughs> s- I, I was like oh grant morrison wrote it great i've been i've read a couple issues of his green lantern it's a little dry but it's fine i guess it's got some neat ideas in it but um overall i have not been interested in his green lantern run and i thought well, this is a this is an annual it's one story yeah. The annuals generally are one story that seem mildly disconnected from everything else. Yeah. And uh, I I got about halfway through it, and I was like, I, I don't care. I don't, don't know, care. I'm bored.
3: I honestly don't know if he wrote this or if he actually just, like, scribbled it and pictographed after a fever dream. <laughs> and that's the plot synopsis that that came of this. This is so weird. It just, yeah, it's it seems like a bunch of... Can you
0: describe it, Brian? What the hell? Uh, So, I did like it. Yeah. Um. Can I describe it? Let's see. So, Hal Well, Jordan- hold on.
2: I can describe it. Oh. There's only one way for intergalactic lawman Hal Green Lantern Jordan to prevent the ultra crime of the millennium. But what will be the outcome when Green Lantern takes on a young superhero
3: sidekick? There, I did it. I don't Green, think
0: that happened. Air
3: quote, Hal Jordan Lantern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I do not recall most of that occurred the I mean the it, ultra
2: crime of the millennium
0: that part is what I did not remember <laughs> it, I did not note the ultra the, crime of the millennium the, being in the offing
3: the frequency monsters
0: yeah who really reminded me single... of. do you guys remember Wally West's imaginary friend nope. I just looked it up crackle do you remember this no. and it turned out he was not imaginary he was like a uh, a radio wave entity that oh. I think he was somebody that Wally had had some communication with as a kid and then you know in the in the is modern he, era of the comics he, he came back Is he related
3: to and Furtz Kurtzenfurtzenthu- So Zip
0: I just looked it up and Zip, they Zip look is. very similar. The zips, character of Crackle has a very similar kind of kind of aesthetic.
3: Oh, that's the same race. Oh my race. god, that's, that's the same. It. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's yeah. A Crackle. That makes sense because I uh so I I have been reading Green Lantern also, and I had oh. two issues in my stack that I hadn't read yet before this, so I was like, you know what, just in case they tie in in any kind of way, I'll read those Makes other sense. two first. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, they didn't at all, mm. but every single issue, Grant Morrison has been pulling these, like, obscure things out of his tuchus <laughs> and <laughs> throwing them in there. Like, um, issue eight, we saw a oversized zine lantern yeah. Uh, the the zero dimension Green Lantern, which is actually just like a giant elf. With the looking, giant green arrow also. With a, yeah, he's, he's yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. like a big elf that's like 17, 20 feet tall that is dressed up like Green Arrow and acts like Green Arrow. And I think he
0: just also, he is the Green Arrow of his home dimension, yeah. which oh. is larger than this one. And yeah. he like came down into it, but he had a hard time surviving. Do
2: you care? Did you care about it?
0: Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about the series overall well, or this? Issue? Um,
3: I'm sorry. So yeah, just, that was a broader question. That's okay. indicative of this series so far. Like he is taking these cliff yeah. notes or these these yeah, like. Yeah, anti- yeah. Uh, anecdotes from the entirety
0: of the mm-hmm. universe and just like, this is obscure
3: enough. Let me shoehorn it Also, the story. beginning of this issue,
0: <laughs> did you guys- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The
3: face he was <laughs> making <laughs> as you were- Your shoehorned shoehorn face, just face. is angrily great. Angrily took a <laughs> cliff note and just like, talked it into the fucking story. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry. Uh, the way that this issue opens also, I believe, is a reference to Hal Jordan getting knocked out in the bathroom frequently in the Silver Age. There w- oh, really? Yeah, for whatever reason, they He's would occasionally- pooping? No, he's no, usually in the shower, I think. Oh. And uh, pooping in the shower, <laughs>
2: Hal Jordan. You well, they monster. didn't show it back in those days, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was implied.
1: It was implied.
0: <laughs> that he was jumping <laughs> in the shower. The expression on his face, yeah. you know. No, they. I think it was so one he of those. Needs like, more clearance. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, I got go to go take a wet dump. <laughs> he's the Green Lantern. It's, a <laughs> lot goes on. Um, no, I think it was things. one of those like, why isn't Hal easily able to solve this problem? Kind mm-hmm. of things, and you know it was a wacky like oh he yeah. accidentally got him knocked out or whatever uh, which i think this is a reference to also his nephew who is also named Hal Jordan yep. i always thought was in it. that that is a long running
3: why is he called hal and oh, i think it might have been different naming, companies
0: or something or, naming I don't know.
3: naming uh, so like if your brother's son is named after you that's cool kids not named junior though like True. that's not how that works and he calls him hal junior and the whole time i'm thinking like is that his, it's son? his nephew? Who's right? this? Right? Still his Weird. nephew. Yeah, it's his nephew. I didn't forget about a golden age child he had. <laughs> well, right. my Just next question here with
2: no explanation, was going to be: Does Airwave exist in the Green Lantern? Yes.
0: Well, no. He's not even Green Lantern. He's like his own character, who I think might have coincidentally been named Jordan, and then later writers were like, "Oh, he's a." But no. Well, no, he's my question was: oh, Airwave, yes. as
2: we see him here was has he been in the grant morrison green lantern run oh, the grant yet no, no okay no. because the way they introduce it is like there's a conversation very early on i've got powers where he's like i'm not the only one who's got hmm. superpowers and i'm like wait who are you why do you have superpowers what's I'm, going on i thought the same thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah i was yeah, like yeah. oh i guess well it must have been explained no. in the grant morrison run nope. so no, no. okay also i don't like this I'm not a superhero kid. Now and again I hang around with superheroes. Yeah. I'm a policeman, says Hal Jordan.
0: He's definitely a superhero.
2: This reminded me of one of the lines that really struck me strange in the his run, in Grant Morrison's run, I think it was like issue one or two, where I believe I don't know if Earth had been stolen or something, mm-hmm. right? Because they were auctioning off worlds. Yes. Yeah. So Earth had been stolen and yeah. was like being auctioned off. And someone goes and they show they show this the literally they show the the 7 the big 7 in the Justice League and someone goes we don't need superheroes we need a policeman or something like that and I was like no you don't right. you need a fucking superhero yeah. someone stole your planet yeah. um, and so like he seems to be doing this weird I'm not a superhero, I'm a cop thing like Grant Morrison is. Like this, the salt of the earth
0: like, kind of deal. No, for you're hell. a fucking superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, this
2: this be, is his
3: version yeah. of a procedural and it's <laughs> yeah. we, it literally is because, yeah. because the, the connective tissue between each issue it's nine issues so far, including this tenth, uh, this this annual. Yeah, yeah. There is very little, if any, connective tissue between yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. There was one two-parter, and that's the one with Adam Strange.
0: And I think the next one is going to I oh, think uh, oh, yeah, we'll and, have something to do with okay, there the was, previous. There
3: were three connected issues, two <laughs> with Adam Strange, and yeah. then at the end of that, some big explosion happened, and his ring saved him by putting him inside of it. Right. And that was a separate story.
0: And I think he spent a couple of issues um, infiltrating the Dark Stars. That's like a B-plot of all of these (laughs) so far.
3: Of of a lot of them, it's like a B-plot of like, oh, by the way, I'm Mm. infiltrating the Dark Stars.
2: I just don't think I... I was really excited to hear Grant Morrison was taking over the Green Lantern book, Mm. and uh, I am...
3: just bored to tears. With all of it. If so you were far. expecting All Star Superman,
0: I was. I, uh, wanted yeah. I wanted that. I wanted All
2: Star Green Lantern. Yeah. Not at all. Um,
0: I have really been enjoying. So I've really been liking the art in the regular series. And sure. That being, oh. It, yeah. Oh, I hey, like a lot. I do not really. I
2: do not like looking at that book.
0: Um, I also really like the covers of all. They're all very, very you classic. Know, like, a menace from beyond the beyond. Yeah, that's a cool phrase.
2: We well, you're very much into like the Silver yeah. Age, so I am very much into yeah, the Silver Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely pulling a lot of that, and that's the other problem with the Silver Age stuff: is it's great for Brian Lee, right. Who knows all of the Silver Age material from the Green Lantern. I don't get any of these references, right. so I'm not tickled by any of them. Maybe, maybe you if you read this, that crackle, if,
1: <laughs>
3: if this book had, um, like asterisks? matter, yeah, asterisks mm. and back matter. That would be great. Here's all the crazy. I would. References I would literally read a source yeah. material for this book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of like at the end of uh, history of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Where they that show was awesome. you like here's yep. these panels where this happened. Yep. Yeah. Because I do yeah. love that shit. It's yeah. just
3: this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is. At some point, this book started talking down to me because I don't get all the references, yeah. and I'm just getting bored with yeah. it. Yeah. Come yeah. Like but he's he's I'm narrowing his audience. It.
2: It. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So wait, what? How do I? So I just because I gave up. Uh-huh. Uh what happens at the end? Oh, so the,
0: there was a twist thing where <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you got you to read this it, part. But you don't know? <laughs> I don't know if you got to this part, but they, you know, they in what looked like the resolution sent away the the three aliens who came then, to terrorize them. Right, because but they were not they were the good guys. Yeah, right? of course. Um and then let's see, they handle their they handle the problem in some fashion. And then the Green Lantern of the normally not visible spectrum mm-hmm. so presumably not green in yeah. in his usual uh outfit uh shows up uh, i guess they were able to get a you know get a call out to him there is some foreshadowing of something that i think will come into play later mm-hmm. that his niece helen shows up and she's like hell you're not a ghost you're not dead and then leaves and she had been what was it she had been microwaved at the time or that, i i bet in like two or three issues We will see her having been in her out of body experience, telling that future Hal Jordan, you're you know you're not a ghost. What character was that? Helen, I believe, was her name. She is one of the one of the nieces and nephews. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I
2: saw that. You're not a ghost. What are you talking about? Yeah,
0: how
3: happened? Hal was debilitated and then like blacked out, and this niece in his dream state, which looks exactly like normal time. Yeah. um, Yeah. Says that you're not a you're not dead wake up he does
0: yeah. and everyone and, else is like no she's not here that's the only way that we know that it was but yeah. then she shows up later yeah
3: without well
0: really, i think she is really actually there much. i think she is there but when she showed up to hal she had been incapacitated so there's a there's a page here when
3: they you know they call the green lantern of Zizzle Fritz. whatever God, That's the, hell it is. the other
2: thing.
0: Um, <laughs> but those are pre-existing things. I don't, I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah? I don't. Care anymore. Oh, anyway. I mean, I'm assuming if crackle is yeah. at least, you know, least partially pre-existing. That's awesome. Whatever. There's a. <laughs> there's. A,
3: <laughs> I am getting sassy with this because it, like the more and more we talk about it, the more I'm upset about just the layout of this book. I didn't need to know every detail, but the fact that I didn't get there's a there's a two or three panels in here where you know they're they're wrapping up, and then out of nowhere. Uh, Green Lantern's just like, Yeah, I call the guardians from that universe and Helen and you're like, What the wh- <laughs> wh- was she not there before? Or she was mm-hmm. there before? Like it's just poorly laid out. And then she's there the whole time and they don't mention it at all. Again. Or the thing with
0: the brother, similarly, at the end. Oh yeah. Who's the, that guy? The cousin, the yeah. Dip, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: cousin Dippy or
0: Yeah, their Uncle hip, hip Hip, yeah. Doug Doug Jordan, I believe is his real yeah, name. So, I don't know if he is a so he, I don't know what his deal so, is.
3: So Jordan now thinks that uh, their cousin Hip or Doug Jordan um, drugged everyone to get YouTube yeah. clicks on his channel. He drugged everyone and filmed it so they oh. all were crazy, which uh, may have been
0: was, did you get the sense that he actually drugged them or he orchestrated the, the uh, you know, alien invasion kind of thing?
1: I
3: no, know. I think I, I think it. I think it, <laughs> I think they both happened concurrently. Yeah. So he did drug all the adults to get like, and put a hidden uh. cameras up to get like. Good Wait, footage. that actually happened.
0: Yeah, so that part happened. That did what? happen. That is weird. This issue, I did not think was as good as the rest of Jesus. the series. But yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. is
3: this is pretty indicative of like the worst of of <laughs> of them so far. What so a there's. It's been. I have enjoyed half of the run so far. <laughs> that's like five out of ten issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are like really strong and like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really interesting stuff. But then it's like, wait, what happened? Which is
0: in some ways classic Grant Morrison. Yeah. Like a lot of really cool ideas. I I never am just totally against something I've read yeah. of his, but I'm oh. frequently, I'm oh, like, I'm ah, I don't C know guy. about this one. I, I am totally against Oh, well, guy. I like
3: C-Guy. Oh, Jesus. I think like 10, 15 years ago, I, either I had more, pa- well, This is, they're probably both true. Mm-hmm. Either I had more patience, or he had more focus, and I think uh, both are yeah. true. Yeah, I like, think he just spouts ideas. I had like, more patience and ideas. he had more focus. Yeah.
0: Now it's he gets, just, he gets <laughs> lost in his cool ideas midway he's, through the story. He's <laughs> trying to out yeah.
3: Morrison Morrison.
2: And I just, I want some... Emotional connectivity between me and Hal Jordan. That makes sense. I don't have anything. I want. I want his relationships. Uh, the stuff mm. that the stuff that I've always liked about Hal was his relationships and dealing with mm. Earth stuff. As what you know, the Spider-Man s- mm. storytelling, right? Like, oh, I have got a secret identity, and mm. I also have to deal with being a human. And this is just, I'm up in space all the time. See, popping. I like him.
0: I like it when Hal's out in space for I, extended periods. of time. I w- yeah, I would fight yeah. back on
3: that because the best run that you could kind of point to was almost exclusively in the galaxy. What's that?
0: Yeah. What's Jeff Johns.
2: Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and
0: one thing I like about this book is as much as I liked all the ra- different rings and all that stuff, I was tired of it a long time oh, ago. Oh yes. And there's none of that going that's on true. in true. At here. least there's no red lanterns. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a good point. <laughs> um, oh, I also thought it was really cool that airwave, his nephew um, uses his powers, apparently not as a superhero. Like oh, yeah. he's there helping out at the hospital I think it's a cool idea to explore that, like yeah. people with powers don't have to use I them to fight each other. I
3: still don't understand his powers, but it's fine.
0: Okay. It's like Ra- a radio waves. Radio waves. Yeah. Radio waves are his powers. He, no, he rides them. He, <laughs> he does, among other them, things. He uh, I think he can them. also, he, you know, manipulate and control them to yeah. make people. It was not hear. made clear. clearly. to make people yeah.
2: hear things. Um, sure. Why does he have a costume then? If he doesn't,
0: that's a good question. I think he would. Thank he you. wants to be a superhero. <laughs> I appreciate that. That is his <laughs> standard costume. I think, but. Maybe he wants to be a superhero, and or he can maybe generate that costume.
3: I I don't really know. Maybe it was maybe it was just me this week, but this is like one of a couple of books where I read it, I absorbed it, and it's just like, uh, what? Hmm.
2: (laughs) Let me tell tell me about Justice League Dark Annual Number One.
0: Oh yes. Uh,
2: Let's see. Written by James Tinian the Fourth and Ram V.
0: R A M V
2: Ram Five.
0: If it was not a comic related thing i would never suggest five but no. i could totally see <laughs> yeah. a comic artist or saying ram five yeah, and then yeah.
2: art by gillam march swamp thing takes center stage in this one of a kind story that will change the green forever it, like all stories it's, it's a one of a kind story <laughs> um i didn't read it what did you guys think
0: uh I liked it. I really liked uh the art on the King of Petals. Like his gesticulations and what have you.
3: I think the art in general is really good. I mm-hmm. like the design of Swamp Thing here where it's almost like the vines create kind of dreads and, yeah. and a lot of the a lot of the, the positions that they put him in it's in shadow, so, you you know, he's got that really mm. cool ridge of his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dreads kind yeah. of fall over it. There's a lot of, like, positions or, or posing where you can't see the inside of his face, which mm. is really creepy and kind of cool. Mm. Like, I, I liked the design of this book a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed the flow of it and the, and the mm-hmm. art in general. I don't know if those dreads, you know, there's clearly something has gone wrong with Swamp Thing, although I haven't been reading this. Yeah. Like, he's no longer he's the no protector longer, of the green. Yeah,
3: he's no longer. He's only, he's just, a, I guess, a... So I guess he still guess has he's his like powers. he's, like, connected to... But he's yeah, he still has his powers. Guardian.
0: Well, like... So I had forgotten that Jason Woodrew... Or not forgotten as so much as I'm not just not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. He, I think, turned good for a little while when the Guardians left and they created the new Guardians, which were a bunch of people from Earth. And maybe that is when he was connected to the Green that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. But I guess he has powers before and after, and like Poison Ivy is somewhat connected. So I'm guessing Swamp Thing is a is a similar deal to that now.
3: So like not necessarily the Guardian, just so much as like an avatar of the Green.
0: Yeah, like he still like you said like he still has his powers, but mm-hmm. his station is no longer mm-hmm. the protector of the Green. And I wonder if the Woodrow. the change in the in the hair kind of dreads things reflects that because he looks a little more haggard. i i I
3: just thought it was a style choice either way i I, I really dug it it was very cool um and i like his his um reluctance when it comes to constantine pushing at him Mm -hmm. uh they have a long history that i'm not
0: too familiar with
3: well i mean i think everybody that interacts with constantine and survives has a long history with him that makes sense yeah who who we talking about John Constantine and yeah. Swamp Thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, Swamp, John yeah. Constantine first appeared in yeah, the. Yeah, we well, yeah. already talked about this. Never mind.
1: No. Oh, John, yeah, you're disagreeing yeah. with me. Yeah. No, yeah. I I mean, <laughs> yeah, John Constantine's first appearance was yeah.
2: from Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run right, back in the right, 80s. Right. So, yeah, but I've never read that, which I'm supposed to. I know everyone tells yeah. me that's like the good Swamp Thing. I started I like it, it
0: and I thought it was cool, but it. Uh, I don't know, it didn't grab me, and then I think I found out like the big twist, which is very cool, Oh, but don't I tell still want to read it. I mean... The big twist is... <laughs> don't tell me! <laughs> you might already know, just from S- general
3: comics knowledge. thing is Alec Holland?
0: That's the twist. Uh, what? But dun, dun, just dun. keep it to yourself. No, I mean, it's one of those things that I think was a huge twist then, but is now just part of the character's backstory, oh, I see. so you might just know what it is. Okay. Um. Oh, the title of the issue. I did not know what the word "Carius" meant, uh-huh. but I looked it up. And it means it's related to the word "carries" decay as of bone or plant tissue. Mm. So this a carious bloom. It's a very cool title for yeah. what the story well, ends up being.
3: This is a this is a uh, this is a cool like little weird origin slash fable about the green picking a new guardian, and mm-hmm. um they pick a questionable mm-hmm. guardian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he becomes the king of petals. Uh, his they spend a lot of time on his Ooh. backstory spooky yeah and this guy looks it spooky. is very he's, yeah creepy. the way he
0: is drawn and depicted is, yeah. is very cool
3: but uh but the idea he's uh just like just like uh, alec holland he's a scientist he was a botanist of some sorts that was um kind of discovered that um plants genetically pass on uh memories and traits yeah each yeah, strain, right? yeah, oh. yeah so his whole thing was he died amongst them yeah. and he's not really him anymore so much as these plants that he died amongst remembering what he was nice. so he was creating these children for his wife that they had lost their, they had child, lost their child in the backstory so with yeah. with flowers he was creating these children um, but he was inadvertently kind of also giving them uh, the memory of death so like these kids kept trying to kill themselves and they are ephemeral
0: v- by nature a,
2: this, this sounds amazing this was a very it's dark yeah, story. oh i like this a pretty lot cool. mm.
0: uh yeah, the, there was a, an idea that like flowers inherently are beautiful and then decay very yeah. quickly. They're,
3: perp- they're they're beautiful because they die and you watch them die.
2: Oh, and then what's his name shows up?
0: Yeah, Woodrow. Yeah, what's uh, his name is around Jason Woodrow, the, the Floronic. The man. Floronic man. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Terrible name, but yeah,
3: <laughs> it's a it's it, it's a it's a meaty read. It's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. it's this looks great. It's yeah. clunky in bits,
0: but it was it was fun when he when he switches into prose. It's clunky. Um, it's. I think it's like it's well written prose, but it's you know when I'm reading a oh. book, I like prose, but in the middle of a comic, I'm not as yeah. into it. Uh, and then
3: you and you find out exactly how he was chosen by the Green and all this stuff. It's it's mm-hmm. very it's it's really trippy. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, why did the Green select a new avatar when they have Swamp Thing?
0: Something has happened with Swamp Thing. It's it's he's no longer probably the in previous Justice League oh, arcs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how. You know,
2: here's the thing. I always want to like Justice League Dark. I mm-hmm. want that to be a book that, that I gravitate towards, because mm-hmm. I like spooky shit. I mm-hmm. like some magic shit. I like John Constantine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It just hasn't grabbed me. Mm. Yeah. Have you guys been reading it? Uh,
0: I read it in the very beginning of mm-hmm. New 52, and I liked it. Yeah. And it, I don't know, somewhere along the line I fell off. They they were in the House of Secrets at the time, yeah. which I always thought was a cool idea. Uh, and now Man Bat is there for some reason, who does not yeah. usually have magic in well, his Well, I think backstory.
2: he showed up in the first issue, didn't he?
3: I don't
0: know because I, I remember
2: I, him being around and being kind of fun.
0: Oh, okay,
3: fun character. I remember when all these when all these Justice League books launched uh, Odyssey, Dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I stuck with Odyssey and Dark for like two or three issues, and I just it wasn't grabbing me, so I just dropped. Yeah, them. what is, I want I to though. Them.
2: There's something about hmm. Justice League Dark where I'm like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be my jam. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah didn't do anything for me. But
2: but you, do you both agree this was a good issue? Yeah, I really liked it, was,
3: it. It was it was fun. I I don't think it's it does it still doesn't really grab me to stick on Justice League Dark though.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know why. Uh because honestly it's not a Justice League Dark story. It's just <laughs>
1: right. it's thing.
3: like a side swamp thing story that's pretty nifty.
0: I always like the the uh mythology sort of stories too mm. where like the the parliament of trees is gone and now there is a new parla- parliament of flowers yeah. ba- you know I like that kind of thing so that draws me in. Um but yeah, it was an annual. I mean it was a you know, it was a self-contained, mostly self-contained story at the end it I think leads into year of the villain. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very, very briefly at the end.
2: All right, well, it is that time yet again for the Thunder Round. <laughs> All right, so Thunder Round number one. You're going to do both of them this week. No, are you ready? I could do this. I think nice. I could do this. All right, so Batman Who Laughs number seven. We have reviewed every other episode of this uh, book, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we're just going to do a Thunder Round this time. Because I haven't read it. So, um, and neither did Brian. It turns out, it wasn't a good jumping on point for Brian to read (laughs) the last issue of a seven-issue I did read
0: the first caption. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, And this is written by Scott Snyder with art by Jock. And we have been, just a little bit, uh, just a taste. Get your your beak wet. Uh, Wet? Wet. We haven't really enjoyed this book so far. Right. Like yeah, l- it's, l- it's been like that's the sound you would make. Eh. L- 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: That
0: makes sense. You get it. Yeah. L- yeah, l- yeah I get it now. L- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to read it. <laughs> OK.
2: So here we go. I'm going to set the timer. And as soon as it, the, the clock strikes 60 seconds, you will shut the f-
3: up. Go. And this is the seventh of seven issues of The Batman Who Laughs by Scott Snyder and Jock. It's been fine. Um, this whole series has just been a slow decline of our Bruce Wayne being slowly poisoned by the Batman Who Laughs, who is a antagonist that w- still don't really like. Yet they're pushing him hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this issue, everything kind of gets wrapped up, and Batman wins by virtue of him being Batman, mm. and he could just fight off other things that other Batmans can't. But it did, ha- it did. Ha- there wasn't a very interesting kind of like point made. The Batman Who Laughs pretty much tells our Batman that he is the worst version of Batman. Which is true. He hasn't, yeah, our oh. ba- our very own, our, our Batman is the worst version because he hasn't achieved everything else that these other dark versions of and con- oh. con- conquered all, and our Batman kind of realizes that that's why he's good, that he's a failure. He hasn't stopped all crime, and that's right. why he hasn't been completely taken over by this virus. It's interesting. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. And
2: End. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say it's, it's interesting, interesting? It's, it's stupid. stupid. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, thought, like, <laughs> I thought I misheard. Like,
3: found one or two really fun oh, things. Oh, that's a great yeah. panel. Look at that. The blam. We that found cool. I mean, <laughs> Jack is is good. One. <laughs> that one? This one. There's the Joker
2: blams. That's that's a T-shirt right there.
3: There's I like that. there are there were a couple of really good ideas in this, but it's been seven issues and it's a protag- or an antagonist that we just don't care about. Care about. Yeah. And they're pushing them hard. This ends to just lead into the next thing with the Batman Who Laughs. Great.
2: Oh, yeah. All right, next Thunder Round for you, Noel, again. <laughs> yeah! Oh, man, I'm stoked. Batman, Last Night on Earth, number two, by written by Scott Snyder, art by Greg Capullo. This is supposed to be wrapping up their many-year run that they did back when the New 52 started. They did, like, ten volumes, mm-hmm. right? And then they did
3: it's like Batman, a, yeah. All-Star
2: Batman, which was whatever. I don't
3: think this... Uh, the All-Star Batman, I have no idea, but this feels like a far-flung continuation of that run yeah, of theirs. It does. It f- yeah.
2: Yes, it feels at home in that run.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: As weird as it is,
3: this is... this feels this, right. This is a good much, run. You know what? Yeah. I'll, w- I'll yeah. wait for my 60 seconds. Okay, ready? Hey. Here we go. One minute. Go. So, welcome to Batman Old Man Logan. This is <laughs> this is literally like 60 or 70 years in the future of that run of Snyder and Capullo. This is... Fun as shit this is all big ideas so Scott Snyder very recently or in the last year or two from Metal on has kind of turned into this more cosmic-y, mm. more scenic, and it's it's been very hard to kind of handle yeah it's been very I it's agree. been very out there it's been very um too, a little too big when his some of his strengths are in more in in grounded stories yes this has all of that big wackiness but it's so much better balanced than a lot of his other stuff recently that's just big and wacky. Like, he's very narrow-focused yeah. in this with Batman, but it's still wacky on the fringes, and it's great. Mm. So this kind of style should be against his Justice League run uh-huh. instead of it just being, like, super big. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Everyone should read this. Get the first, get the first issue and, and continue it. Nice! Look at that! Yeah. Two seconds left. Tundrous. all right well done <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right I'll stop doing that noise and no you won't yeah <laughs> I won't <laughs> noel you won't and no all right let's move on deaths head number one written by teeny Howard with art by Kaizama kaizama k Z A M A. When a job goes wrong, intergalactic Mech Merc Death's Head wakes up half assembled at a punk show, and if the crowd full of deodorant eschewing youths wasn't enough, the Young Avengers show up. Hmm. It was fine. Um, <laughs> I, I remember the de- so the Death's Head for anyone who doesn't know was originally a Marvel UK property, uh. and then they eventually brought him over uh, into the regular Marvel continuity. Um, back in the 90s, I want to say I read some of his books hmm. and I didn't care then. Uh, <laughs> but I thought, hey, n- all new book, new writer, new team, everything. Maybe they'll bring something fresh and interesting. Uh, I do like punk rock.
3: Hmm. Uh,
2: I, I, I'm into cyborgs, I guess. Cyborgs are fine.
3: I'm a cybist. We've talked about this. Oh, yes, uh, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you are a monster. They're going to get not, you first. You are into them. Yeah, I am yeah, into. Yeah. Oh, I'm. You. Oh, I'm in into. He, them. he wants that to right? be in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. If all to, goes well, I want to fuck you it. Have your druthers. <laughs> oh, hey, Brian. Do you uh. want? What I'm saying is, I want to. I want to fuck a cyborg.
1: Oh, oh, just the one.
3: Wait, just, I mean, which <laughs> half of it is robotic? Doesn't matter.
1: What's on <laughs> it? It's not <laughs> like they're half and half. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like the top I mean, of them is all robotic.
0: All right, so which which yeah. pieces of the cyborg is organic? I mean,
2: Preferably, <laughs> like, I'd like to be inside the fleshy part.
1: Okay, well, not I mean, the metal part. Well, it doesn't have to be metal. <laughs> I mean, it question. could be like a it's squishy a, kind of metal. That's true. <laughs> it's a grinder yeah. or not. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get
3: to what everyone listening wants to know. Yeah. yeah. Would you fucking What are the details yeah. <laughs> of your cyborg love? <laughs> oh,
2: goddammit. So this was, it was cute. It was fine. Um, basically, we start off with Death's Head in the future. Also, I don't like his name, Death's Head. Is um, there something
0: where he is, I feel like I've seen images of just the head. That, oh. Is he like one of those characters where he, he kind of his whole existence is in the head, but then he can be put back on a new body? That or, would make sense. Yeah. No idea. I don't know. Um so Believe yeah, guys, basically man. we're
2: in the far future. He is a um a mercenary, hmm. and then he's revealed that uh his own boss put out a bounty on him because oh. he was sucking so bad at his job. Yandu. Huh. Yondu Yon? that's right, it was Yandu, oh, yeah, from
1: Guardians. Wait, I thought um, he
0: was so generally good guy hey, in the, he's not like Yandu in the movies he's right. like just a regular hero oh i don't know i uh, guess not i mean I, maybe it's just a common name
3: yeah Yandu yeah. <laughs> danto his exact name yeah. and his exact visage i have an uncle <laughs> totally i have weird. an uncle named yondu <laughs> danto. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's very it's, common it's the cosmos is john smith exactly yeah <laughs>
2: and so he winds up getting uh, taken out and mm. then he wakes up and he's He's been converted into the speaker system for a punk band when sure. he wakes up.
3: Yeah, he falls out of a uh out into space but then lands in a dumpster. Oh, okay. You know. As you space do. Space dumpster. Space to dumpster. Yeah. Uh, in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very specific. Huh.
2: Um <laughs> and then uh and then what happened? I'm trying to remember. Oh, right. And then there was a punk show that the Hulkling and Wiccan, Wiccan. were at, who you would remember from the Young Avengers, and uh there were a couple and um, they get wrapped up into all of this, and they take, for some reason, do they take Dad's head back to their apartment? Or does he follow them? I'm trying I, to oh, remember.
0: Look, we, we looks like that's
2: right up
3: talk, your alley, Jimmy. <laughs> like, I, I mentioned earlier there's a couple of books I read this week that I read and comprehended, but then just didn't get. Right. Like, like ugh, uh, I, I think this happened, and this was one of them. Like, Is I, this
0: back in the present time, or are they still in the far future? They're in the present?
2: Yeah, they're in the present.
0: Huh. But he came from the future. Huh.
2: Oh, and then, right, and then the Death's Head follows them home and attacks them, and then we find out they lift up the bed, because they're being shot at, and as one does, you lift up the mattress to deflect yeah, the yeah. bullets, because we all running. know Yeah, we, we, Bullet, wait, the mattresses deflect before bullets. Before that happens,
3: <laughs> after, Wic- after they have their fight with Death's Head, Wiccan kind of uses magic to look at all of the different realities. He's essentially Googling what Death's Head uh, is across okay. all of... Yeah, virtual reality or uh, Mm -hmm. all of the alternate dimensions and and realities and sees that there is a version of death's head or this cyborg that was part of the young avengers Uh or or a teammate of his Uh in some reality Hmm. so in the middle of this spell casting this is this is me guessing what happened Mm -hmm. in the middle of that spell casting the actual death's head comes and attacks them yeah and i guess he willed that version that alternate version of death's head into his home well we don't so know now that it's under part, his bed.
2: because if that if he had willed it accidentally i feel like he would know He he would not know he's there right he would he would just be like oh my god look there's a death's head there but when he the holkling lifts up the the mattress um
3: Wiccan's like, wiccan is like whoa
2: hey don't don't lift up the thing i got a death head under there so
3: he's hiding <clears throat> a cyborg under his bed yeah hmm.
2: Which is an IKEA bed? Which is there's no room for that mattress on top of that. Anyway, what doesn't matter.
0: Um, just, just in all 90%. of the multitude of the multiverse, yeah. if you had it, if you had an <laughs>
3: alternate dimension cyborg, yeah, where'd you hide it? In the bathtub. Yeah. I mean, I would put it in the closet. Where I would put my Hal Jordans? I, w- <laughs> I would put. I would put my my death head in the closet. I don't think I'd put it under my under That's my IKEA idea. bed. Yeah, um, wouldn't feel safe sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, entirely, never you never know.
2: <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what's happening in this, and I, uh, I'm i pretty sure I don't care.
3: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's I'm going I'm assuming on this
0: death's head is from the present, and the death's head who has come back is in some way like, It's an alternate oh, reality? I just, well, oh, the, I
2: mean, the death's head from the future is, is like old, clunky death's head. Right. Death's head, death head under the mattress is like, <laughs> look at that dude. He's it's like it's, that's like future tech. That's like a badass Death Head. It's
3: ripped teen,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Which yeah, you would head. not think that the relative age of the of the mm-hmm. cyborg would influence how like their metal is shaped, right? Right <laughs> into muscles you or not? Bitching you know? vests. It's just yeah. you know,
2: old Death's Head looks like one of the you know junkicons from Transformers. Junk-tacons. You know what I mean? <laughs> As opposed to this guy, like he's like future shit.
0: Well, so I'm thinking he came back to in some way. You know, like acquire some part from the I don't, earlier I don't Death's think Head. It's the same oh timeline. no,
2: I don't think he's got. He didn't uh. come back here on purpose. He's I, in, in, the,
3: uh. in the in uh, the googling of alternate dimensions. It's him holding a cell phone to his face. Like uh. this is a teenager Death's Head version of Death's Head.
0: Hmm. Hmm. All right.
3: Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'm not
2: entirely
0: sure what's a happening smartphone. Here. This is, I didn't even read it. So this is a book.
2: Yeah, it happened. Um. I'm not going to bother with numbers. Unless like, someone's like, oh, this is actually really good. Mm. Maybe I'll come back and revisit it, but yeah. I don't think I'm very interested.
3: It's not for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: All yeah. right. So last week, yes. Brian, yes. Uh, we did the... Back issue book report. <laughs> um, okay. See, even if you stop doing it, I'm going to keep doing it. You're when, welcome.
3: And when you stop, I'll do it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so team, basically, we rolled the dice. We picked out... A back issue from my back issue section of the comic shop, and that happened to be Captain Marvel number
3: 45.
0: America. Captain America. What did I say? Captain Marvel.
3: Marvel. Oh, damn. Marvel's Captain yes. America number 45. It's Marvel's
0: Captain America. By Ed Brubaker. Now, and hang Luke on a Ross. second. This is part of my book report. Okay, the so first oh, question. Oh, I, was, I, was to, I was about to throw it to you.
2: <laughs> actually. <like> I, <laughs> I, I Googled first grade book report. And I printed it out for, or I, I guess I screenshot it and send it to Brian.
0: You so refused <laughs> to <laughs> e- email me or even text me the link.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. All right, take it away, buddy. So
0: here is my book report for Captain America uh-huh. issue number forty-five, uh-huh. volume the whichever volume this was. Oh, <laughs> oh. And off to a great start. Yes. <laughs> Already
3: a C. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let me let me work it back. Uh, so it says the first question is the author of the book is, and I feel like I should also include the artist. Yeah. In oh. this, oh. Uh, so Ed Brubaker is the uh, is the writer, and the pencilers are Luke Ross and Butch Geist. Hmm? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Butch Geist did uh, a lot of this run, or mm-hmm. I think so. It was really good. Uh, let's see. The main characters of the story are Captain America, uh, in this case James Buchanan Barnes, Ooh. Uh, which is listed right here in the front. I'd also list his profile number as one two zero three one nine four one.
2: Oh, thank goodness. Yeah.
0: And uh and he is often referred to as Bucky Cap. Mm-hmm. Uh and also I would say the man with no face is a main character, the main antagonist. Okay. Not a villain that I was familiar with at all. Um they I thought it was pretty cool, they uh given that we just grabbed this at random, it starts off with a uh a recap of what uh-huh. has already happened, like a text <laughs> recap of what has happened in the story. Need,
2: I think every comic book needs this. Yeah, it but makes gone. sense. Yeah.
0: Um, this was also part three of three, which was lucky <laughs> for me, right? Because so, yeah, yeah. I always love, you know, I like the end mm-hmm. <laughs> of the story. Huh? Um, and more on that later. Uh, let's see. My favorite part of the story <laughs> yeah. was when it is revealed that the thing
1: <laughs> that <laughs>
0: Bucky Cap is, uh, has been preventing Batrock, the Leaper, and the Men with No Face from getting, mm-hmm. or trying to prevent. Actually, I don't think he did prevent it, but it was, uh, what's his name, Hammond, the original Human Torch. Mm -hmm. James, Hammond. Jim Hammond, yeah. Um, It was the original Human Torch. Now, in this story at this time, um, he was dead, I guess, and they were working on him, and that was, you know, they found out that S.H.I.E.L.D. had been... Working on him, and then mm-hmm. he was stolen, and and uh, Black Widow is in there, and she's like, "Well, it sucks that Shield was working on him, but let's focus on getting him back." Now he's around now, yeah. so I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, what came in the middle of that, but it's kind of cool always to see a snapshot of, you know, what was at one time. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the ads was for Dark Avengers, and I nice. was like, "Ah, oh, that's cool." Was, you know, the house <laughs> ads were pretty cool to see. The other ones, I was like, "Well, whatever." This thing yeah. was happening at this Prince time. Prince of Persia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, there was some pretty cool, pretty cool fighting action. the The guy, the man with no face, is a, a guy that he had, Bucky had faced off with when he was the Winter Soldier, and. Um, and yeah. had defeated, and he kind of, like, remembers how to defeat him, mm-hmm. how he had defeated him a while ago, because I guess he got some memory stuff. I really liked the uh, Bucky Cap costume. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool, really cool, um, you know, take on on Captain America's costume. Yeah,
2: I liked his costume. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And there was some pretty cool pretty cool fighting stuff. I think I enjoy reading Captain America a little bit more now after the movies, mm-hmm. you know, than I, than I ever did before. Same. Um, I loved this run. Yeah, I read yeah, it was, was fun. I, this I think I read some of it back then. I don't recall. I don't think I read this. I think I read just the very beginning to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. the uh, What? Hang on a second here. Let me, what was the problem uh-huh. in the story? Now, the problem was that Batrock the Leaper and the Men with No Face were trying to steal this thing that they didn't even know what it was. Oh. I mean, Batrock knew, yeah, presumably, yeah. and the Men with No Face knew uh but you know cap didn't know he's trying to stop him and uh you know he couldn't just he couldn't just say stop they <laughs> you know they wouldn't they wouldn't stop so he had to fight them uh-huh. oh okay and, yeah, yeah yeah Holt. And, yeah and <laughs> um, please don't yeah yeah, yeah 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 so and then uh black widow goes she's doing some background work and she comes in and she helps uh bucky out right at the end there when he's about to get beaten yeah yeah and then, but they lose they lose Jim Hammond, so Aww. whereas it says it says, so the my final question for this report is the resolution, yeah. right? Now, uh, what happened was, I guess they lost Jim Hammond, oh. and then they were like, "Oh well, we have to go do it." So now, I mentioned earlier that this it was lucky that it was part three of three, mm-hmm. which is misleading because <laughs> it, <laughs> it ends with. To, to be, be continued, continued. <laughs> right? <laughs> it says right, at the, and it clearly is setting up like this huge thing. Yeah, yeah, I right. mean, it seems like a huge thing that they got to go find this. There's, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure the man with no face and Batrock Leaper were working for somebody else, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what <laughs> happens after this. Okay, but, cool. Yeah, <laughs> to be continued. Did you yeah. enjoy it? Yes. part four? Uh, of I did three. enjoy it. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fun, and it was. I mean, it was part three of three. I guess there mm-hmm. was. It seemed more like a preamble yeah, yeah. to something. It was just weird that it says to be continued, but yeah. isn't that comics, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun fun to go back and check it out.
2: Nice. Yeah. Now it's your turn to roll the dice. Excellent. Uh, now we've got a 20-sided die. You're going to roll the 20-sided first. All right. Right? I mean, I could Does just roll work? both just and roll we both. only just pay it. Just
0: roll exactly. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do that. Now it is an eight, eight and a two. So I- eight, the eighth letter, not the okay. 82nd letter.
3: Wait, are you going to pick for me? Uh, sure. Because I I won't be here in two weeks, so... Then yes. Yeah, yes. I should go next week.
0: Plus, I think there was some H. sort of minor humorous transgression earlier in the day that... Something. And I was I'm thinking, that means Noel should do it now. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I think that's probably fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you doing, JD? You're an H? I'm finding the H. Are you looking? Well, I, it's dead air.
1: Yeah, we'll paint talk. a radio we'll picture. picture. <laughs> yeah.
3: Paint me a picture.
1: <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> oh, what do we got? So,
2: I went digging in the back issues... Yeah. And uh, I picked out at complete random... John Constantine Hellblazer Annual 2011 ooh. Suicide Bridge by Peter Milligan and Simon Bisley. Oh, nice. crap. Oh, man. That is nice. a... Ooh.
0: Plus, an annual is likely uh, to be a story. A yeah. nice little yeah, one yeah. and done. Yeah. Peter and I, Milligan. I've never For some read, reason. I've never read Hellblazer. This, is, this has become I, yeah, part of a the, bit. The,
2: the gag. I don't know why, but <laughs> I always want to see the, what the ad is on the back of the <laughs> issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. So, here we have A Hero's Destiny uh, is Fulfilled. Uh, Smallville, the complete series on DVD, Mm -hmm. owned them November 29th. Uh, of 2011 it's got an exclusive ori- Daily Planet newspaper created by DC.
3: I already own all ten seasons. Oh,
0: Did you own nice. them November 29th? Uh, by then, yeah, because oh.
3: I I owned them all as they were coming out. Oh. All
2: right, so Hellblazer 2011 annual. You get to do the book report, the back issue book report for next time. Um, thank you so much everybody for joining us. Uh, I am Johnny Destructo. You can help the show out by rating and reviewing and sharing with your friends. You can also help us out. Uh, with money if you go to patreon slash johnny destructo and i also just signed up for coffee ko dash fi which mm. is one another one of it's like a patreon except it's just for like here's a tip here's some money you don't have to provide us with anything i just mm. want to throw you 50 cents um so i think it's like kofi coffee slash like coffee johnny
1: destructo tip more than oh. yeah it's like oh, yeah. it's
2: like basically like buy these people a cup of coffee
1: uh,
0: is kind yeah, of the yeah. idea right
2: mm. so um yeah you can help us out that way. You can tweet at me, at JD's Hero Complex. Brian.
0: Uh, Brianliebdesign.com is my website. Brian with an I, Lieb, L-I-E-B, as in boy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you can uh, find my stuff there.
3: No! Uh, you can you can uh, message me on uh, Twitter. It's at mister Bartocci, B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I. Dope.
2: Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Deuces.
1: Thanks so
3: much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal HorrorCast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero
1: Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah!